Welcome to the Spiritualpreneur Podcast, the go-to podcast for business coaching with a spiritual twist. I'm your host, Haley Kay, award-winning author, human design expert, and intuitive business coach here to help you build, grow, and transcend the business of your dreams. You have valuable gifts to share, and I've made it my mission to help you use them to create the business that was meant for you. In any business, there's gifts and challenges, but with just a little guidance, you can gain the clarity and confidence that you need to succeed. I believe that we're called here to live our life with purpose and fulfill the calling we have in our hearts. So if you're here to create some magic, then come join me as we're about to embark on a life-changing journey of spirituality, business, and success. So let's begin. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Spiritualpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Kay, and this episode is all about retrogrades. So I had another episode about Mercury retrogrades earlier. I think we did it earlier in the year 2022, and we talked about Mercury retrogrades specifically because as we'll share later in the episode, Mercury retrogrades get a lot of attention. But there's actually other retrogrades, and currently while I'm recording this, there's about five other planets in retrograde. And so what does that mean? How does that affect you? And how do you plan for your business when a retrograde happens? These are some of the topics that we're going to discuss in this episode, and I can't wait to dive in. All right, so today we are going to be talking all about retrogrades. So retrogrades in astrology happen when a planet is perceived to be moving backwards in the sky. So what I mean by that is in the chart, so you can imagine a pie chart, um, and on this pie chart is all of the all of the different 12 signs, and the planets are moving throughout the 12 signs, right? Well, when a planet goes retrograde, the planet stops going forward. So by forward, I mean going from one degree to two degrees to three degrees to four degrees. When it retrogrades, it goes from four, three, two, one. So it starts moving backwards on the zodiac wheel. So all planets can go retrograde besides the sun and the moon. Those two luminaries do not ever retrograde. They're always moving forward in the sky but every other planet does retrograde and move backwards. So what happens when a planet is in retrograde is it is an invitation to slow down, first of all, to pause, to reflect, to do anything with re in front of it. So reflect to reshape, to rethink, to revise. Anything with RE in front of it, and it's interesting because RE is in front of retrograde as well. I don't know whoever made up the word retrograde (laughs) or the term retrograde did that on purpose, but it's a good way to to remember what retrogrades mean, really anything with RE in the beginning of it. Because as the planet is moving backwards, we are revisiting old things. We are rethinking. We are recalibrating. So it's no more forward movement, right? So as we're moving through our life and we're 
we're ha feeling forward movement in our lives. Like, okay, I'm going to go do this thing now. I'm going to do this thing and I feel clear and I'm going to go over there and I'm going to want to go do get this client over here and I want to go start this program right we feel that forward moving energy but when the planets start retrograding we feel the pause we feel kind of that pull to go inward we're not so much concerned with the outward forward moving energy and we're more concerned with going inward and focusing on ourselves focusing on our body focusing on our relationships rethinking recalibrating mm -hmm and revising our life and our business, right? So it depends, um, depends on what planet is retrograding with what the energy is of the retrograde, right? And also depends on the sign that it's retrograding in uh, for what the collective energy is going through. And then as always, as I always speak about, it depends on what house it's retrograding through specifically to you in your birth chart to show what area of life you're having this revisiting, rehashing, reshaping, rethinking, realigning happening in your life. So that is a overall general take on what retrogrades mean in astrology, because I know it's coming up a lot on Instagram, on Facebook, and everyone's like, retrogrades, retrogrades, retrogrades. And honestly, like they get a really bad rap. Everyone's like scared of Mercury retrograde. And it's honestly a bunch of bullshit. Like there's nothing to be scared of. It's not that bad. It's not that crazy. It's actually a sign from the universe to slow down and to get back in alignment and to rethink your things, like to rethink what you're doing, right? To revisit things. Um, so it's actually a really beautiful sign from the universe when we have retrogrades. The human mind might not like it because the human mind likes to go, go, go and get shit done, right? It's like, especially we hold the belief, like it, if I'm not producing or doing anything, I'm not worthy, right? Like I'm sure a lot of us have that belief. I know I dealt with it for a long time, right? So that's why it kind of gets that bad rap because humans think if we're not producing, if we're not productive, if we're not going forward in life, we're failing when it's actually not true. And these retrogrades are a beautiful time for you to stop and pause and reflect so that when that forward moving energy starts coming back again, you have more clarity and you are moving forward with more alignment and you're not just moving forward willy nilly, right? So it's actually a really beautiful thing that we have these retrogrades. And I always like to start off by that when I start talking about retrogrades because it gets a really bad rap on IG, on Instagram, on all the things. And it's actually a beautiful gift from the universe. So there's a little reframe for you. So Haley, I know you always have like the best questions for me um, about these things. So hit me with them. <laughs> so I think Mercury retrograde is probably the one that gets the biggest. Is it because it's so often because we have three to four Mercury retrogrades every year? And then is it the other planets they go retrograde less often? Is that right? Because they're farther out? Um, yes. Yeah, so Mercury does go retrograde more than any of the other planets. Um, the inner planets do go retrograde quite a bit. Uh, but Mercury retrograde is like the most like, oh my God, I can't believe I want to say this about a retrograding planet, but it's so true. Quote unquote trendy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yes. That a retrograding <laughs> planet is considered trendy nowadays. <laughs> but it it's is true though. Like as soon as they're coming, I hear about it everywhere. People are like, <laughs> Mercury's in retrograde, Mercury, Mercury's going to be in retrograde. Um, so that one is the most trendy, I guess you could say. 
because yeah. uh, Mercury is the planet that rules communication and rules mind and rules thinking and also rules technology so mercury retrograde does get a bad rap sometimes for technology technological mishaps or losing data or losing information um for instance when i deleted my entire mailchimp account that was during a mercury retrograde mm -hmm. i am an astrologer i know better i should have backed it up did I do it? No. <laughs> I had to learn some of my own medicine there, right? The hard way. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, so that's why it gets a bad rap. Like I know um in my nine to five, like we'd start having like weird things happening in our softwares. And it's like it's like those inexplainable weird things that happen in softwares and like technology that only happens during Mercury retrograde. And so when you say this to muggles, they look at you like you have five heads. And I said it before and they're like, what the hell? She taught Mercury. What does this have to do with a tax program? <laughs> Actually, has everything to do with it. <laughs> Actually, <everything>. yeah, <laughs> if, if you're in a job or you have a business where you use a lot of technology, then you'd probably want to know when the Mercury retrograde is coming just to make sure that you have your bases covered. It makes sense. Yes. Yeah. So like back up your stuff. Um, you know, we say like back up your phone, back up all your, all your important things using technology. Um, think twice before you hit send on an email or a text too, as well, because Mercury retrograde kind of like makes our thinking not be as sharp. Right. Um, Cause we're more in that reflective space. And so we're supposed to be more in that reflective space, but when obviously when life you still have to write emails and texts and like be a person, right? Um, so just like maybe reread your your emails like five times when you usually like reread it once. You reread it five times just to make sure, right? That you're getting your point across clearly. Or you don't have any mishaps in there. Um, so that's why it gets like the the biggest, the bad baddest rep really is um because it rules things like technology and rules things like speaking and communication, which is just such a obviously prominent part of our society. Uh, in the day and age that we live in right now. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the general ways that the Mercury retrograde can affect the collective and affect all of us. But then something, because we've had conversations about Mercury retrograde in the past, but something that came to my awareness recently, and one of the things I wanted to talk about with you today, is this idea that not only does the Mercury retrograde affect all of us in these like um, collective ways, but then it also moves through our chart, our personal chart, and goes and goes retrograde in the house of the sign or whatever sign it's in. That affects the house of our chart where that sign is in, right? Mm -hmm. So, and I think the reason why I just want to tell a story because one of the reasons why this came to my attention was we were talking about the Mercury retrograde, the last one that just happened. So we're recording this in September, 2022. And I think the last one we had was in May. I have it, but I can't remember specifically. It was like early spring. And Angela had said to me, oh, that one was really sticky for me, right? Like you said something like that one was really like 
like a lot came up for you. And then I was like, oh, that's funny because it didn't really affect me as much. But I was thinking back to the end of 2021. I think it was October, November 2021. And we had a Mercury retrograde. And that one was like really painful for me. I had like a lot. Um, and I think that's around when we recorded uh, another Mercury retrograde episode. And so I was like asking, like, what is that about? Like, why is it that sometimes they're quote unquote worse? It's never a bad thing, but sometimes they feel or bring up more than others. And we realized that they were in those, the times when they affect us the most, it was going through our 12th house. Yes. yes. So for me, back in the end of 2021, I was having a lot of communication issues with, um, my boss, my partner with family members. And whenever there's like miscommunication issues, as we all know, it's frustrating, right? It brings up frustration. It can bring up um, all kinds of uncomfortable feelings. And so I was like, what is it? Why that one? Right. And so being in my 12th house, which is, well, why don't you tell them about your story when you had it in this past recent one, when it went through your 12th house? Do you remember? Nope. Was, I do not remember. Was that I the one? It was sticky. What one was it? Was it some was it spring? This year? Well, when when because you brought it up earlier, you said uh your email accounts got the all your email. Oh okay. was it so the first one in 20 that one? Was it that one? Do you remember when that was? No. So the first Mercury retrograde of 2022 was January to February. So it was in Capricorn and Aquarius. And then May to June, it was in Gemini and Taurus. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was May, the mm -hmm. May, June one. That was, so yeah, that one it was, was Gemini because Gemini is my 12th house. So yes, that it was, was it. Okay. Yes. Okay. So that one, so the reason why uh, these specific retrogrades when it was bad for you at the end of 2021 and it was bad for me in uh, May June was because it was both transiting our 12th house and 12th house is the house of the subconscious it is the house of the unseen worlds um it is the high house of everything that is hidden of all the hidden patterns and fears and all those creepy crawlies that still kind of direct us from the behind behind the scenes and you're like why do I keep going back into this pattern why do I keep falling back into this right that's subconscious stuff it's all 12th house so when we have a mercury retrograde so like the mind is rehashing and <laughs> reflecting in all of that subconscious so it's beautiful gift because it's kind of like a subconscious clearing but you're going to be kind of sitting in the, in the muck. You're going to kind of be sitting in the dark and like, as you're wading through it. Right. Um, so it, it's an opportunity for you to reprogram your subconscious, but you first got to look at all the shit that's in there. That's operating behind the scenes. Right. And that's why it can be, that's why it was so difficult for us because that's sticky work. Right. Like that's, that's not like a walk in the park <laughs> by any means. No. Um, so that was the one where, yeah, I felt like I was going through, like, honestly, like a little bit of a dark night of a soul during that point. Um, I didn't really know, like, I'm the type of person, like, I always have, like, a vision and direction. Like, all of a sudden, it was just, like, who am I? Like, I went through this period of, like, where am I going? Who am I? 
what am I doing? Right. Like I kind of like had this like little bit like of a, a, a drop in my energy. Um, and it was an invitation for me to feel into those programs, right. To feel into those thoughts, to feel into those patterns. Um, and it was also when I decided to go through my MailChimp and try to clear it out to get a lower monthly payment. And I ended up deleting 2,700 people from my MailChimp account that will never be recovered. <laughs> so. And Gemini rules communication as well, right? Yes. Gemini has a community. Yeah, so Gemini, so so Mercury retrograde in Gemini for everyone, no matter where it's at in your chart is extra powerful because Gemini rules Mercury, right? So those two planets are like, they're BFFs, they're together, they're family, right? So that one is extra bad for everybody because just like communication is really wacky then. Um, so that's why it made sense that that MailChimp thing happened for me and so on the communication side, so like that was like the Gemini layer. But for me personally, with it being in my 12th house was a layer of like, I had so many fears of, well, how am I going to get these people back? Like, because that 2,700 people list, maybe like a couple hundred, maybe like close to a thousand, if that. Uh, were actually like for me, for my work, the rest of them was from a program that we started together in 2020 that we never actually um, started, but we got a lot of emails through that, um, through like running ads or whatever. So for me, that lesson was quality over quantity and trusting in myself and trusting in my message and trusting in my work that when I'm in alignment with all of that, I will magnetize my clients to me. I will magnetize my subscribers to me and it will be a list full of engaged people who actually care about my work instead of people that like took a quiz in 2020 and didn't realize they were part of a, an email subscription, right? Mm -hmm. But I had this deep rooted fear that like, I just needed the, I just needed the numbers in there. I just needed the humans. Or else what happens when I launch something, who am I launching it to, right? But it was a lesson, like, no, you're launching it to people that actually care about what you do now. Right. Um, so that's how, like, Gemini layer and, like, for me specifically, the 12th house layer plays out. So mm -hmm. we're going to be having a Mercury retrograde in starting September 9th, 2022. Just going to be transiting everybody's houses. My house is being transited. It's completely different than Haley's house is being transited. So it just shows the area of life um, that you are being asked to kind of reflect on and pause and, you know, take some time in, in that area, in that area of life. Yeah. So that's why it's also good to know which planets are in which of your houses and then where the Mercury retrograde is going to hit because people like to focus on the general, the general ones this affected me this communication or technology or like these general things but there's like you said even another layer that you can look into which is mercury can go retrograde within a sign which can affect everyone as well and then it can affect you personally and what that means for your chart mm -hmm. so the one coming up so as we're recording this 
it's September 2022, and we have one coming up this week, and it, I believe, is in Libra and Scorpio. Is that right? Mm, Libra and Virgo. Libra and Virgo. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. I'm looking at the glyph, and I always get the Scorpio and Virgo one mixed up. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to do that. So we're, so we're currently in Virgo, and we're moving into Libra. So what is that going to mean for people? Um, so we're actually in Libra right now, or maybe we're not right now at this moment in time, but on the ninth, it's going to be when we station direct, it's going to be stationed and direct in Libra. Okay. Um, and then it'll keep going back through the sign of Libra. And then on the 23rd, it's going to enter Virgo. Okay. And then it's going to keep going back, retrograding, retrograding until October 2nd. It's going to start moving forward again. So okay. it's going to move forward through the degrees it just went through in Virgo and then into Libra. So um, the first part of Mercury retrograde while it's in Libra, um, Libra is a sign that rules our relationships and balance and harmony and relating on all on, in all levels. So for the collective based on just Libra, it's really an invitation for all of us to reflect on our relationships and to see if our relationships are in alignment with who we are, with what we see for ourselves, what we're, where we're going. Um, are our relationships in balance? Are we giving too much? Are we taking too much? Because um, Libra, the, the glyphs of Libra is literally the scales of balance. So um, really relationships and balance and relating on all levels is going to be what's um, in question to be reflected on and to be revisited um on during mercury retrograde while it's going through libra so that's until the 23rd and then the 23rd to the second it's going to be in virgo and virgo um mercury retrograde in virgo is really an opportunity for us to reflect on our service and how we're in service of, in the world so if you have a business this spiritual business right where you're helping people where you're healing people whatever um it's a call to reflect on how you're being of service in the world and if there's something that needs to be tweaked and if if you're showing up in the best way possible to be of service to be of deepest service um virgo is also rules how we get our work done the routines in our day our daily routine so our daily routine serving us um or do we need to make some adjustments there uh is how we get our work done serving us right are we efficient Virgo is all about efficiency and Virgo is all about like organization and keeping everything like tip top shape. So it's also a really good invitation to like clean, <laughs> honestly, like clean and throw things out. Right. Cause we're revisiting the past with retrograde. So like go through your closet, revisit the past. If that piece of clothing doesn't serve you anymore, or it doesn't feel like you anymore, throw it out. I actually, I literally put it on my, on my, to-do list for this weekend um, that I want to start like cleaning out my closet because I was looking through my closet the other day, putting my clothes. I was like, gosh, this isn't me anymore, right? Uh, so that's something really beautiful to do because we are in Virgo season right now, um, but then even during Virgo, Mercury retrograde from the 23rd to the 2nd. So then that's the Mercury one. So do you want to talk about the other planets for a second? Because yeah. Mercury one, like we said, everyone knows kind of generally about it. It's kind of quote unquote trendy and, and it has these, but 
we talk less about the other planets that go into retrograde I feel like yeah oh do you want it's up to you do you want to go through like each one or do you want to talk about the ones that are in retrograde right now because I know there are five also in retrograde currently and then we'll also have mercury which will be the sixth one so yeah um yeah I can just start going through them I think everyone that I'm gonna hit is currently in retrograde let me just confirm by looking at the chart yep yep nope only one no two okay so so yes we just talked about mercury um so venus retrograde venus is the planet of love of beauty and also of relationships and of and of finance so again uh venus retrograde now this is just venus retrograde this has nothing to do with signs or anything venus retrograde um has to do with again kind of revisiting the relationships again but like i just mentioned um revisiting relationships revisiting uh your creativity like slowing down in your creativity and what you're making making in the world and what you're beautifying in the world. Um, and it's also a time to look at our finances. And it's a time to sit with your finances and reflect on like the past month or three months or six months or whatever and be like, where's my money been going? Am I in budget? Am I wasting my money? Right? It's a really good time to reflect on your finances. Venus retrograde. Uh, Is more... Venus in retrograde right now? No. That's no, one of the going to though no it's not right now how often does venus go into retrograde or is that hard to say yeah it's hard to say so having an astrologer helps for these kinds of things yes exactly (laughs) having an astrologer following an astrologer where they tell you in real time um yeah it's hard to say sometimes a couple of times a year but it just all depends um there's not like an exact uh formula or anything for that um mars retrograde so mars is the planet of willpower it is the planet of like getting things done it's the planet of motivation it is kind of like that fire that's lit under our ass like go do things um so when mars is retrograde it's an invitation to stop going so much right so it's like when Mars goes retrograde, it's it's a good time to like kind of rest to avoid burnout. Um, it's a good time to put pump the brakes on whatever you're doing. So wherever in your life that you feel like you just go, 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 pump the brakes. Spend some time relaxing, spend some time resting. Um, and it's also a good time to revisit like what motivates you? Like why are you why are you even doing what you're doing? What's the motive lying motivation under what you're doing? You know, are you just doing things because you feel like you have to or you were told to, or are you doing it because it actually like lights something up within you? Um, so that's really good for Mars retrograde. Uh Jupiter. Jupiter is in retrograde right now. Um in Aries. So Jupiter retrograde is a good time to really reflect on what it is that you're calling in on your life, what you're trying to manifest, what you're trying to expand into. Jupiter is the planet of expansion, luck, blessings. So it's like, where do you see yourself going? Where are you trying to expand into and reflecting on that? Like, is it really in alignment? Like maybe you've always, you've been like, 
on this on this goal of like trying to be um trying to get promoted in your job right but maybe you don't like your job but you're just trying to get promoted in your job because that's what you're supposed to do right so then it's like hold on why am I trying to expand into this next level if that's not even something I actually want so that's something you could for example that's something you could ask yourself during uh Jupiter retrograde um right now it's in Aries and Aries is the sign of being a leader and initiating and doing things your own way and really like trailblazing and forging a new way ahead. Um, so in general, we're being asked like, how are we showing up as a leader in our own lives? And what actions are we taking to really like embody that leader and step into that leader? And are these actions really in alignment, right? Um, so it's all about allowing us, and it's all about like finding your own path. So like, what is your own path? Where are you going in your own path? Can you create that? Can you create a path that's more in alignment with yourself? Are you happy with the path that you're on right now? So those are some questions you can ask right now for Jupiter retrograde in Aries. And then Saturn retrograde. We also have Saturn retrograding right now as well. And um, Saturn retrograde it's a good time to reflect on boundaries and a good time to reflect on self-discipline. Um, a good time to reflect on the structures in your life and the systems that you have working for you. So it's currently retrograded in Aquarius. So really we're all kind of reflecting on the structures of humanity and if they're actually really serving us and what boundaries do we need to put up for ourselves um, in order to be a functioning human in humanity that's not burnt out, right? Because Aquarius is all about the humanitarians, all about like working together as well. Um, so we're all kind of being asked like, and also we're also kind of being asked like, what is our self-discipline? Do we have any self-discipline? Do we just let ourselves do whatever we want all the time? Um, so that's, Saturn retrograde. That answered your question. I just talked a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, this is good. This is good. It's, it's, it's interesting to hear, okay, this is what it means to be in retrograde, but then also looking at where the sign is, which sign it's in, what does that also mean too? And what you can be reflecting on because, um, yeah, I think it's interesting because you kind of think like, okay, reflect, but then reflect on what? And then when it hones you in a little bit on this is an area that you really want to focus on, reflect on, like you said, redefine, like you were saying at the beginning is getting clearer because, and I said this in one of my lives the other day, it's almost like, think about a catapult. It's like you pull, you're getting pulled backwards a little bit. And even though from your human mind standpoint, going backwards feels like you're not making progress, when you launch the catapult and you come out of the retrograde, well, if you've done the reflective work and you've gotten the clarity and you opened yourself up to that awareness, it's like you get launched even further in that area. And so there's a lot to be taken in that can be learned through the retrograde period. So this is good. I like that you're going into each one I because because I don't think the other planets are talked about as much necessarily. No. No, they're not. And they're just equally as important. Um, just everyone's just so obsessed with Mercury. 
Yeah. And, and, and so it's, it's good to know, and it's really interesting to know, but even still, we still talk about it on social media at a high level, at such a high level. And because of that, it then, like you said, gets a bad rap Mm -hmm. and people make it out to be like this terrible thing that happens in astrology. But one of the things you've taught me, one of the things that I think is really important to note is that it all happens for a reason every cycle we're in is just as important as the next. And even though you might feel comfortable in one cycle, right? Like I know when I was learning about the moon cycles, um, for example, and I have a bunch of other podcast episodes just talking about the moon cycles, I feel really comfortable in the waxing moon cycle because that's when you take action. That's when you feel like you're making progress, you're moving forward. But then just as important is to do that reflective work within the 28 days. Yeah, move forward, make progression, and then the reflection. So doing that on a monthly basis, and then when the retrogrades happen, like finding those structures. If you're not someone who naturally reflects, if you're not someone who naturally takes the time to look back and learn something, then finding within the cycles a time where you can allow yourself and maximize the energy. That's one of the things I love about learning about astrology and putting it into business practices is you take advantage of the energy that's already there for you instead of trying to fight the cycle then that's what abraham hicks says when they talk about paddling upstream when i first heard that it didn't make sense to me but paddling upstream is like you're in a a a period a phase and you're trying to do the opposite of what would best benefit you right now. So during a retrograde cycle is the time to do that reflection. But if you're too busy trying to move forward and getting frustrated and and paddling upstream, then that's why there's that feeling of not moving forward, the feeling of not getting to where you want to go. If you're like trying to push, but then you're getting pushed back, right? You're not making much progression. So if you just allow yourself to move backwards a little bit, allow the discomfort then you will move forward at such a quicker pace because you'll have turned as Abraham Hicks says turned the rowboat in the direction of the stream and then you will get moved forward out of the retrograde much more fast quickly so Mm -hmm. that was a beautiful way to put it truly that's so true and you know and that's why I love astrology as a whole because when you learn to work within the cycles of the cosmos and how they're affecting you personally, which is why I always say like, you need to find out how it's affecting your chart personally, because um, like I said, what the general energy is, but then when I spoke about my 12th house and when Haley had the realization about how it was so much more sticky for her 12th house, if you didn't know, for instance, Mercury was retrograding your 12th house he would just be like, why am I in this weird, dark place? And like make a story about it and freak out and start spiraling, right? Like truly, like if I wasn't aware of what was going on, I would have totally down spiraled. But I was aware and I was like, okay, this is an opportunity to go within and feel into these subconscious patterns and these fears and these sticky parts. So there is absolutely no coincidence what planet goes retrograde when it goes retrograde and where it's retrograding within your chart that is the divine orchestration of the universe and it's beyond anything our human minds can ever possibly get close to comprehending how it's so perfectly orchestrated but it is so it's so important to know when these things are happening and where they are happening in your chart so you can maximize the energy so you can start to live in flow over force right because 
we have the tools, we have the knowledge, we have the wisdom. People think astrology is fluffy and whatever, like think whatever you want, doesn't mean it's not affecting you, you know? And when you understand how it's affecting you, you have this tool in your toolbox and where you can honestly become a magician of your reality. You know, you can start to live a life of so much more flow and ease and grace without always trying and running uphill. And like you said, like paddling the wrong, you, I don't know, you said it perfectly. I'm not even going to try to say it like you did. <laughs> <laughs> paddling upstream, that was it. Paddling upstream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, that's, you know, it's like humans get caught in the rat race and you don't need to. Right. Like there is ways to make your life works work for you if you just know how to align yourself within your own cycles. And that's why it's so, 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 so important to know how it's affecting your chart personally and not just Mercury is saturating in Virgo. Great. Like, okay, well, where's Virgo in your chart? What area, of, what area of your life is being asked to be reflected in right now? Where are you meant to spend more time right now? Um, so that is my little, I always call them rants about that because people mm-hmm. think that they don't need to know. You do need to know. It's, mm-hmm. or it's like it's like going to the grocery store and like having no plan and you just start buying random stuff and then you get home and you have like a chicken and you have an egg and you're like, well, what am I supposed to make with a chicken and an egg? Like you didn't even make a meal. Like you just went and bought random shit at the grocery store. That was my weird analogy. <laughs> I shop like that sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, but it's true. And then I'm like, I wanted to make this recipe, but I didn't track any of the things that I needed for it. And now I only have half the ingredients. So I guess I'm not making this anymore. (laughs) Why the hell that came up? But I like it because, so from my perspective, working with entrepreneurs, what I see is the discouragement that can come when things don't go quote unquote, according to their plan, right? Or when they try to follow someone else's business plan, or they try to follow what another entrepreneur is doing and try, you know, try to implement the strategy and then it doesn't work out the way they expected or it didn't feel good. And so there's, then I see discouragement, which can also sometimes lead to just like giving up. Mm -hmm. And so the more and more, and both you and I advocate for this all the time, the more and more you can look into yourself, your own energy, your own blueprints, your own plans. And even if it feels woo-woo sometimes to, to practice it and try it out and see, the less and less you will feel those moments of discouragement and feeling like this is a you issue or then trying to like work even harder and still feeling like it doesn't work like I tried my business and career that way and it it didn't feel good it wasn't fun but now that I notice that everything my energy affects everything and noticing my energy but then also working with these tools like human design and astrology and putting them into practice together in tandem even and seeing like there is the ebbs and flows are important the ups and downs have purpose, have meaning. The the things you feel called to work on right now, even if someone else is telling you to do something, if it's in alignment with you, there's a reason. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. And so looking, if you feel called during a Mercury retrograde, if you feel called to go back and revamp a course that you made before that maybe didn't pan out the way you wanted and you had moved on to something new, but now you're being called to go back to it, listen to those nudges. Mm-hmm. and trust that they're they're there for a reason the energies are for a reason so I just and and I love notice, these discussions yeah and you'll notice more that you trust it the more that those intuitions get louder those voices get louder and you'll notice everything just starts flowing and becoming easier and falling into place but it takes yeah because initial trust let's say you don't want to go and study astrology, you know, like I wouldn't call myself an astrologer. I don't study astrology 24 seven and, and nor do I think everyone needs to, but the more you can be open to it and the more awareness you can have where you are in every, any given moment, and then ask for signs. Like that's how often I come to realize these things is just by asking the question, like I'm feeling this way, what's going on? What do I need to know? What do I need to learn? I'm feeling frustrated in this scenario. What do I need to stop doing and let go of? And what do I, what, you know, where should my focus be? Like asking those questions, being curious about it. And then things like astrology just have naturally come to me. Or I just know to like ask Angela. So having your own astrologer <laughs> for someone you can ask these questions too, right? Um, yeah. And then joining your membership, like if they join the membership. Yeah, I was going to say, like, join my membership, Embodiment of the Stars. We meet twice a month. We have a group chat where we talk about all the things. And I go through and I tell everybody, hey, this is what's happening in this area of your life. So you might be feeling this way, like, look out for this. Um, So you'll get those personalized readings based on what's happening specifically in your chart, what, what house is being transited. And then I pick that apart for you and I let you know, like, where is in your highest alignment to focus on at this moment of time um so yeah enjoy embodiment stars the link will be in the show notes um that's why i created it honestly that's why i created it because i was doing that for myself because i know astrology right but like not everybody knows astrology not everyone needs to know astrology not everyone wants to learn astrology but it's still a good tool to have in your toolbox to have in your back pocket and that's why I created my membership so people can start living in that flow um, without having to spend hundreds of hours studying astrology because there's no point for that anymore (laughs) and then let's say you want to do some future planning too that's why Angela and I created the astrology planner because if you're thinking okay I want to do a launch in Q4 you know, as the retrogrades, we come out of the retrograde, you're going to start wanting to move, move forward. So having a planner, something you can look into the astrology coming up in the future, and you can, it can help you decide the dates and the times and where your energy will be most in flow and how you can maximize your energy and get what you need out of it. So I've used that for my launches in the past. Um, I've used that every month I look at the month ahead to see what's what's my energy going to be like what's going to come up for me what what do I need to look at and that can help me decide what part of my business I want to work on because mm-hmm. I used to be the person that was trying to do everything all at once and that's just overwhelming and frankly not fun so <laughs> and is it even productive at the end of the day if you burn yourself out in it no, no because you're trying to balance too many plates and it mm-hmm. it's doesn't work out that way so when you can 
focus your energy. This is one of my tools. When you can focus your energy on something and on top of it, focusing your energy and then using the universal forces to help carry that, you'll have so much more impact and it'll move forward in such a more powerful way. Yep. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Yeah. This is why we created them. This is why we mm -hmm. created stuff like this because we saw a need for it and it was something that we wanted to use. Um, so we created it, you know, yeah. and it's beautiful and it's out in the world and I love it. Well, I think we're at the hour. So yeah. thank you, Ange, for sharing with us about the retrogrades today. Of course. Thank you for all of your beautiful questions. You just, you asked the right questions that really get me going. So <laughs> it's that channel we have that four, six, 63, four channel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things just flow. <laughs> so yes, thank you. And it was so much fun talking about all of this and, uh, yeah, everyone enjoy your Mercury retrograde and let us know how it's affecting you and let us know what house it's affecting. Um, and if you don't know, join a membership and I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I hope everyone has an amazing rest of their day and uh, we will chat with you later. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about today's guests, you can find their links and contact information in the show notes below. You can also find me, Haley K, on Instagram at Haley K Coaching, or grab your copy of the Spiritualpreneur Planner and sign up for my email list, where you'll be kept in the know on upcoming episodes exciting events, and bonus resources to help you grow your spiritual business. Did you love this episode? Please be sure to like, subscribe, and write a review so we can spread this information to more spiritual printers like you. See you next time!